0: What is happening, Dirtbags? Episode 117 of the Midwest Angler Podcast is officially underway. It is. It's here.
1: And we're here. You're Scott Sturman. I'm Matt Deitch. Sneaking it in there <laughs> How did today. you
0: know that? <laughs> How did you know that?
1: Well, you got your ID
0: sitting out here, so. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. making sure. Yeah. Carding me to make sure that you know I'm old enough to be doing a podcast like this. Uh, Matt, let me ask you. Does the name Ever Given mean anything to you? Ever Given. it? Uh, Do you know what I'm talking about? Ever Given.
1: Explain a little bit more in depth. What do you mean by Ever Given? It's a boat. It's a boat? It's a boat. Ever Given.
0: You don't know what I'm talking? Uh Uh-uh. Have you seen that boat that's stuck in the Suez Canal?
1: Oh, that's right. Ever Given, yeah. That's its
0: name. Ever Given. Oh, yeah. And, uh... (laughs) It's kind of, it's kind of like,
1: it's like the ultimate 2000 and like if 2020 was uh, people at a boat ramp, right? It's like the ultimate like boat ramp, like <laughs> mic drop right there. Well, you that's know? The- Everybody's like, Oh, you know, you see all those memes shared all over Facebook this time of year, like it's coming, you know, this here it comes and it has a person with their boat trailer backed in there sideways and stuff. It's kind of like the ultimate mic drop. It's of the
0: fourth of July <laughs> that family that that they, they get out and uh, right at the boat ramp start unloading their vehicle well you you know with noodles and floaties yep. and whatever. Not not when they were five vehicles out nope. and you know had all the time in the world. We do this while we're at the ramp busting out the floaties and like the guy guy kind of gives everybody who's waiting in line that look like hey i know what i'm doing right
1: you want some yep and, and then, then then he happens to mention that yeah this is the first time we pulled it out of the grove all year so <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then okay okay so so let's think here does he try backing it in or does his wife try backing it in
1: usually he's like tells her to do it yeah and she struggles a little bit and he, and he yells, gets mad and he yells so then pretty soon it's like fine and you get it let me do this here and yep. then he really doesn't do much of a better job yep. you know? so then she starts giving him hell about that
0: and then they get the boat into the water it gets off the trailer and then they can't get the son of a <laughs> gun started that's right and and then the people the other people that are trying to come in and come out then then yeah we've all been there we yeah. have all been there. i
1: mean it's just it's one of those things though you know the, the backing the trailer down doesn't annoy me or anything no like that. god no it's it, i think anybody could agree it's like just get your stuff ready like pull into the parking lot get all your stuff ready that you need in your boat get it all in there like that you can think of i mean there's always something that you're all of a sudden it's like oh crap i forgot this in the truck or something like that that you gotta run back and get But basically, when you pull up to the ramp, all you should have to be doing is backing it in there, unhooking it, getting it in the water, pulling the trailer out, and then, you know.
0: When I mean, there are seasoned people that have pulled, you know, trailers a lot of times that every once in a while can struggle, you know. Right. and uh,
1: You get on a different ramp sometimes. I mean, if you're used to, like, I mean... Different people, like some people use their mirrors, some people turn around and look out the back window and kind of judge that. And you know, There's the hardest, tight quarters sometimes. Right, sometimes it's like, and your ramp might be a little steeper, so then all of a sudden you kind of lose all your viewpoints. So then,
0: then once you start struggling, and you've got an audience on top of it, that's the worst. Then you start getting into your head, and you're saying cuss words, and uh, things are. It 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 it's 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 a, it's a snowball. Yep. It just starts snowballing. You you had a little snowball like where eh, I kinda screwed up a little bit, and then all of a sudden you got frickin' Frosty the snowman and you're <laughs> pissed. You are pissed off right now.
1: Well there's there's a lot of times where I'll just be like, If I'm by myself fishing and I see a couple people behind me that have like two people, like one in the boat. Like, it's like, okay, these guys know what they're doing. They're going to go up. around. I'm like, just go around. You guys go ahead. And they're like, you sure? It's like, you guys are going to be in and out in like 20, 30 seconds here. You know, yep. you got two people. It's a little bit easier for you. So just go with it.
0: It's kind of like when you're, uh, when you're about to go to the checkout line, right? You've got a, you've got a shopping cart full and the person behind you just, you know, they just got one item. Hey, now just go around, <laughs> just go around. Yeah, it's kind of like what I tell people at the buffet line when I get to the first yeah. pizza. Like, hey, pal, go around because this thing's going to be gone anyhow. Yeah, right. So you're not you getting in here waiting if for you're it. Playing,
1: that's why you go first. Everybody's like, well, we'll just take whatever's left over.
0: Yep. <laughs> yep. I'll, I'll leave you all some crumbs.
1: So the ever given. That's what. Oh, yeah. I've that's that's that. what it's
0: called. Have you. Uh, Think back on on all the times that you've been captaining captaining a boat, Matt. Have you ever had a time when you've been out there that things got a little western? Like, oh yeah, a, you, you know, always do. What do you got? One time in your mind where I mean, things got a little more western than than Mullin, Nebraska, and, and I mean, you know, maybe <laughs> maybe even got all the way through Nebraska and you know western wyoming or, where or kinda, not that western where,
1: where you've kind of gotten a situation you're like how did we get into this situation like are you talking about like getting on the windy side of the lake and all of a sudden you turn and you're just like oh no yep this miss miss a
0: trailer get a little bit too far in have, right. have, you, have you ever bumped I, i've got a story i've got a story and and i am assuming dan Teeslink might be listening to this so there was a time when uh oak hill outdoor i think it was oak hill outdoor maybe it was Mao or hell i don't even know who was putting this thing on but there was a boat poker run up at uh up at um Okaboji. really and uh so me i god i think grady and aubrey had to be along but me and kayla for sure maybe grady and aubrey uh dan and brooke and maybe addison we we went on this boat poker run and uh we were going to the Okaboji store and you know how at the Okaboji store they've got the docks on uh the that actually are out on East Lake Okaboji yep. next to the Maule marine gas pump yep well i've got my parents boat and and their boat is a little bit nicer than than my uh 16 foot tracker just a smidge no big deal but just a smidge and i'm kind of getting in there uh you know cuz we see a spot and uh, I'm coming in a little too warm, I think, and, and there's a little little too much wind, and so I, I'm going to overshoot it, and so I kick it quick in reverse because I'm going to just bonsai this dock, and Brooke is up on the bow of the boat, and I pert near lose her up there. Right. Well, then I, I gave it a little bit too much heading backwards, and there's a there's a condominium right there that's got a bunch of boats yep. with the back ends all sticking out there, and and we got a little too close to a boat prop. Yeah. And uh, that guy probably never realized it, but he has a little bit of red, white, and blue paint (laughs) on his boat prop. So then, you know, I mean, at at that point you realize, like, Scott, you screwed up. Like, you screwed up real bad. We've got a big gash in the side of the boat. I've got to go back and tell my parents about this. Like, you know, it it wasn't going to ruin my day, but it, it ruined my day maybe the whole week. But uh, that's probably the worst that, and, and after that we did get in there, we did get into that spot, but uh, that's probably the worst thing that ever happened. I've had it a couple times, like as I'm trying to get onto a trailer, I get a little sideways with the wind, and you know, pert near get blown underneath of a underneath of a dock. That that can happen pretty easy, right? But yeah. especially those high docks, and then you got a low boat. But that uh, putting the gash in the side of my dad's boat, that was yeah. the worst.
1: Uh, you know, I've never had anything like that. I would say, you know, show I, off. No, not showing off. I'm <laughs> just, just saying showing that, off.
0: That's all he's doing
1: that. Uh, oh, it just means I'm not trying to pull into any of those. That's what you're talking about is some tight quarters there, even on a calm, like non windy day. I mean, Normally you gotta, I'm pretty good at whipping it right, in the tight you, quarters. You got to kind of maneuver it pretty good in there. But, uh, you know, all my boats have been pretty small boats. So like, as far as, you know, every once in a while you get those occasional, loading it up and it's pretty windy and you're trying to get it like straight on the trailer, you know, you're kind of hoping it doesn't bang against the dock. I've I've banged my mo- trolling motor on the dock a couple times and you're always like, "Oh, crap," you know. Um uh like I've gotten caught on the other side of the lake before when it's gotten too windy. My brother Brant and I were up on actually on Lake Brant in Sioux or in South Dakota. The one time and it was it was like oh gosh it's just like mm, we too much yeah it's like what the hell did we get ourselves into here you know going back across the lake and it was when i first had that boat your the boat that you have now so it's kind of like i was kind of still new to the whole driving the boat in rough waters and how to handle it and everything so it was just like <laughs> you know you just kind of you got that pucker factor until you finally get back to where it's calm enough to go a little but bit but it made faster. it it did Damn right. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of some other crazy things like that if that had happened. I mean, nothing too too wild and crazy. We were up on Wah Bay the one time, and we luckily got off the lake just as it got like terribly nasty. And then watching people trying to keep their boats out of the do- out of the rocks and stuff. So I mean, I think I've seen it plenty of times. Luckily, I haven't had anything like real bad. As far as that go, that size. Uh, the one t- we were up on. Uh, a funny story is we were on up at uh, Alexandria on vacation one time, and we went to a small little lake there, and we were at a little public landing, and we're standing on the dock. A couple of us are while we're unloading the boat, and the dock gave out. Really? <laughs> and it just like boom right down into the water, and we were like, like the front end <laughs> went down the water. And we were like, oh crap! It's like, what did we do? You know, it's just like here's half the half the dock is under the water now and it's like oops well let's just load it up let's load the boat and go so
0: (laughs) we were at uh we were at arnold's park one time at Okaboji, and uh there was a boat there along the dock you know somebody had obviously came in to i don't know go to the concert or you know go to the park or whatever they were doing I, i i still don't know never never uh, pursued it any farther but uh they they obviously must have forgotten to put their plug in their boat oh and it was it was tied up to the it was just it was tied up to the dock but uh when Ooh. we when we got there it was she's under yeah oh
1: she, man that she was, was under
0: tough. so uh yeah that was that was a bad
1: bad deal i one of the last trips of the year last year i might have talked about this too i pulled like like one of the biggest bonehead moves that like I've like, it's like what, after I got done with it, I was like, what were you like thinking? I actually put my plug in my live well drain port in the back of the boat. You know, they're right next to each other. You got your drain, your plug hole, and then the drain for your live well. And I put it in there for some reason. I was like, what the like, why? I was like, I don't know why I did. I don't know if I was in a hurry to get out there on the lake and fish or what. Because but your I,
0: live well didn't fill up, did it? <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, well, at least you had well, that going for you.
1: Well, I back it down in and put the boat in the water, and all of a sudden my bilge is going. I'm like, one thing, you know, it's, I'm sitting there for a second, like, why is my bilge going? It's like I didn't have like was that there fast? Wa-? Yeah. I was like was there water in like was there water in the bottom of the boat? Like I'm like trying to figure all this all these scenarios, and all of a sudden I was like, oh, that's right. So then I just quick jumped out, obviously, and pulled out pulled the boat up and let it drain out and then luckily there was nobody around so i was like you know you're looking around like i mean it's like somebody needs to be here to be like you idiot no i was just testing something out i was
0: testing out to see if the uh, specs on there yeah
1: so i was i mean i still am like what was i like i just spaced out so
0: yeah Yeah. well that hey it happens it does it happens and it, it even happens to a good uh experienced captains like the uh the ever given uh, <laughs> Panamanian flag. It said it was, it was Panamanian flag, but owned by the Japanese. And did
1: they say? What did they say? Like that's what's causing like all kinds of like. Yeah, I guess. I mean, issues with as the economy if we didn't again. Need a
0: little bit more. Like uh, toilet paper is yep.
1: going nuts again because of that.
0: Caleb bought sixty dollars worth yesterday. I told her she she said she was going to Target, and I said uh, you yeah. freaking you get stocked up because. Yeah, I don't know. For some reason, the people that I live with they tend to go through the toilet paper a little bit faster than normal do you, like
1: do you do you keep an extra roll like in your boat or like in your no. truck or anything like that nope i do not neither do i i mean i know a lot of people do and it's have like, you
0: ever hung have you ever hung off the side i've never done that nope
1: i know nope. i have not never had to do the old deuce out the out the boat i think if it's that bad i'm running into shore or something like that and hiding in the woods and
0: I'm trying to I don't even think
1: most places you go have like a porta potty or some type of toilet or something or that's somewhat close so
0: if you were out on the lake all by yourself you were the only one in your boat would you beach it and go up into the I yeah into the sticks or would you
1: probably I that's probably what I would do I don't think I I don't know, like if I could possibly, like I think I'd be better off just jumping in and holding on the side of the boat and just going, <laughs> like trying to hang, trying to hang off the side like that. I'd probably end up going in the water anyways. So
0: I just don't know how. I don't much know if I the laws, think.
1: the laws of physics, would really like allowed for that to happen I don't happen. think
0: I don't know that I would really like to all of a sudden be looking around and got these swimmers well, around the, well,
1: I know I know
0: I think the, I would honestly put the trolling motor on slow and just hang on to the back and kind of kind of get drugged behind let it go, <laughs> let it go and just <laughs> leave of, a trail
1: kind of like a manure spreader huh
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that's just kind of spreading a little fertilizer I I don't know I don't, you know, you'd have to, you'd have to go in naked in order to do it. Right. Not, I, I well, don't know. Obviously. I, I don't know that I would be all right with,
1: with. I would try the, hang the over the side method, but I don't know how well I would.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, if, if all of a sudden you find out that you're not the only one on the lake and somebody comes ripping around the bend and all of a sudden they see you, I feel like you've got a better chance of explaining yourself like if you're hanging off the side and like hey guys I had uh I had Fiesta Bravo last night Montezuma's revenge like whatever I, I feel like you could get away with that when all of a sudden they come up next to you they think you're drowning and you're freaking butt naked laying around <laughs> on the side of your boat like that's true guys it was freaking hot out <laughs> I don't know I don't know so then there's that
1: yeah it'd be interesting what's everybody what's everybody else's take on yeah what do you guys like what do you do you got like a i mean i know a lot of people might have like a coffee an old coffee can in their boat that they used to like pee in and dump it off the i side. suppose
0: even just a five gallon pail right i mean you could literally sit down right in your boat on a five gallon pail and do your business and, and everyone would just think that you're sitting on a chair right. that might be your best bet
1: oh it would be your best bet so
0: you're reusing that bucket
1: that's the thing that's what i'm thinking about that might be one of those like when you get back to the old ramp it goes in the back of the truck and when you get to a dumpster it goes in the dumpster yep that was a good bucket
0: eh, we lost a lot of good buckets i out mean there.
1: power washing can take care of a lot but it ain't gonna power wash the memories of you sitting that's out on that's the, the biggest thing that's
0: the biggest thing like you know once you know what's been in there like you don't just reuse a bucket like that
1: i'm not throwing all my fish in that bucket i mean i could have bleached it and desanitize it and still like that's still the poop bucket that's still the poop bucket
0: (laughs) (laughs) that is still the poop bucket let us know if you got a poop bucket um yeah we actually we got my son grady here today uh we are gonna we're gonna hold it grady hold it right there oh dropped his phone on the ground If, if that ain't a grady deal we uh, I was actually kind of talking to Grady a little bit ago, and uh, I asked him. I said, "Hey, why don't you why don't you uh, let us know what your goals for this year is?" So we're gonna have Grady on here, and
1: he gets his own walk up music today.
0: Got his own walk up music.
1: <laughs> All right, Grady, welcome to the show
0: again been a while since we've had you on.
2: Yeah, it has been quite a while since I've been on here.
0: How many shows have you actually been on, Grady? Have you been on two?
2: Yes. This is my second one. Second?
1: Second one, all You're 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 kind of behind the scenes guy. Usually you're over there playing some type of weird video game while we're over here talking. So so.
2: I, I know all the things that you guys have talked about for the past while I got all the dirt bags and all <laughs> the stuff like that. Man.
0: All right, Grady. So, you know, in the last couple of years, you've kind of come on uh, as, as a pretty good fisherman. Uh, I'd say you could probably beat Matt, but I still don't think you got me. Uh, but anyways, you know, we uh, we were kind of talking today, just me and you, you know, didn't even have any plans of being on the podcast but uh, I just kind of asked you, you know, Grady, what are a couple of your goals this year? So so uh, let us know, what are a couple of your goals this year?
2: Uh, one of my goals this year is to open up what I'm using for fishing. I've kind of stuck with the same things to catch bass or walleye. I want to open that up a little bit, maybe use some different lures or baits, just open that up a little bit, and then... Uh, I want to catch, I've already got a five pound bass under my belt, but I want to catch a personal best, uh, another personal best bass and walleye, hopefully this summer.
0: What is your personal best walleye?
2: Uh, Probably one up in Canada, maybe. Yeah, nothing too big, I don't think. You got a
1: nice one at Spirit Lake last year, oh, didn't yeah. you?
2: That, yeah, that was probably one of my best.
1: That one was... Like 20 some inches, wasn't yeah, it? I'm thinking so. You, know, you talk about opening up your uh, arsenal for fishing and stuff like that. What are some of your favorites that you like to use right now, like throwing?
2: Um, I fish off my grandma's dock and I use a pilkey. Best lure I've ever used in my life.
0: You have cobalt? Put a little wax room
2: on that thing and catch things all day long. But one problem with that is uh, we got a smallmouth bass that likes to eat the little fish that I catch with it, so uh, I've lost about 14 lures in the past, this last summer.
1: Yeah, right, I'm sure some fish taking it, you, when your grandpa and grandma pulled that dock off there, it probably looked like a little bit of a Christmas tree, didn't it, all those lures hanging yes. on there, that's what you're telling your dad, is that, <laughs> oh, it was a big fish that took it.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure the one day him and Aubrey were out on the dock, and uh, I don't know, it was like. I don't know, during the week, and my mom had brought him up there. And I think between him and Aubrey, I think they lost like 12 pilkies that day. So <laughs> It happens.
2: Yeah. Um, one other thing is I got a story. So we're up at Okaboji, and we're uh, using these little pilkies. And we just have a little wax room. They're just little things. And uh, we catch a freshwater drum, and we have no idea what this is. And uh I call my dad and he's like at first I don't even think that you knew what it was. Or no yeah, you knew what it was, but yeah.
1: Cut a nice drum off the dock, huh?
2: Yep, right off the dock.
1: That's always fun. They fight. Yeah. Especially like when you're using a pilkey, so you're using panfish gear and <clears throat> hook into one of those things. And and the and the tricky thing is you got all those dock pilings around there and stuff like that and trying to keep it out of there, so Do you think you hooked into a state record walleye when you hooked it at first?
2: Yeah, or a state record largemouth, one of the two.
1: Were you and and Aubrey yelling back and forth? Like, was it pretty chaotic down there on the dock?
2: Yeah, and I wanted to show my dad what it was, and so I had to run in and grab my phone, but I couldn't find it, so I ended up going and grabbing a uh, pail, filled it up with water, and we put the, put it in there, and it just sat there bobbing up and down the entire time.
1: Oh, good
0: fun stuff. Yep. All right, Grady. Well, uh, yeah. Thanks for thanks for being on your second episode of all time. Hope he, I Hope I only got to pay him food, because any more than that, he's gonna run me out.
1: <laughs> start start uh, paying for guest appearances.
0: Yep. Um. You know, Matt, I was, I was uh, looking before we did this show. Uh, we've officially got 32 days, and that is if you're listening to this on uh, Monday when the episode comes out, 32 days until the Iowa Great Lakes uh, has their uh, walleye weekend. And it also looks like that's when a lot of Wisconsin opens up. Uh, okay. Maybe up north there's a little bit something different. But um, Wisconsin actually closes like... March you know like the first weekend in March and then it goes until May 1st that that it's closed on a lot of their fishing. Um, I think that they still do some catch and release but that's just their harvest and then uh, Minnesota is uh, officially 47 days away and uh, I think they open up two weeks after uh, Iowa does uh, with their fishing and I saw I saw a, a petition going around online uh, looking for people to sign to open up bass fishing uh, you know during the spawn pre-spawn you know that there would be no closed season that it would strictly be a catch and release deal um, what do you personally think about that
1: I don't I'm not against uh catch and release season you know all year long or up until they want to have a you know opener to where you can start keeping them if you wanted to keep them and stuff but I'm fine with an all year round, um, season going on, uh, I fish South Dakota, I fish here in Iowa and it doesn't seem to, you know, have like a huge impact on like the fish population that we have. And, uh, I, you know, I, I'd be all right with it.
0: You know, it, it I'm sitting here kind of wondering, you know, how many people don't even realize that it closes. I've got a guy who I'm friends with on Facebook. Uh, he actually sells stainless steel to the company that I work for. I've got him on Facebook. And uh, he lives up, I believe, on Pryor Lake, okay. uh, up close to the cities there. And uh, I'm not going to lie to you. Like I, I could probably look today and tomorrow or whatever. If it's a nice day, like early, early in the year like this. I think they got a pontoon and him and his boys go out and just kind of cast around. I don't think that they're, you know, they don't really care what they're, they're catching. I'm sure that they have licenses, but I just truly don't even think that they realize that anything is closed. And, you know, I mean, if they caught a Northern, they catch a Northern, they catch a bass, they catch a bass. You know, I guess they have that, you know, well, we weren't necessarily targeting them. I don't think they're really targeting anything. They're just targeting fish, you know, whatever, but i don't know i got a feeling that that happens a lot more than what people realize right in a state that has you know closed fishing like that and then you turn around and you think about like us up there you know on spirit lake when we're going after the smallmouth catch a ton we, of walleye. we catch walleyes you know i mean we unhook them we let them go you know okay fair enough but if we opened that up i mean i i get why A lot of the places do it, why the Iowa Great Lakes does it, why Minnesota does it, because it gets that buzz. You know, it's fishing opener. You know, people flood to the state, you know, people flood to the Iowa Great Lakes. They spend money in the bait shops. You know, yep, it it is what it is. You know, I mean it's it's opener. It's, you know, we've we you know, me and my dad and my uncles and my cousins, we've gotten together and we go to the family cabin every single year for opener. You know, we drink a whole bunch of beers and we you know spend too much money at the at the strip clubs and you know i mean who knows you know but i mean that's that's what uh you know that's i guess what like you said tradition it is what it is you know it it generates a lot of money but i I don't know i mean is it is it time is it time for something different if it's not broke don't fix it you know what
1: right i i don't know it's i understand protecting the fish that they're vulnerable during the spawn and all that but I, I think you know in all reality I think some of the neighboring states could thank Minnesota a little bit for having a close season like that just for the fact that a lot of people flock to those other states then to you know to have the opportunity to catch walleyes or bass so to say you know and uh, it, it helps out the local bait shops and you know the local gas stations and hotels and everything like that so
0: well we already know about how one state feels about it
1: well yeah right but uh i mean i just you know it'd be interesting to see if they would even if they moved it up it's such a hard i can see where it's difficult in the state of minnesota to know when to do it because you know you got a state that's so north south long and right uh, right, yeah there's a lot of times the last few years have been kind of an oddity where you know the ice is off well before the opener is i mean i can remember a few years back where they were still people like almost ice fishing if not ice fishing you know, on the walleye opener up on the northern part of the state but you know down here in the southern part of the state then the water had been open for you know a month almost so right
0: well and i mean i guess that you know if it would happen to get a smidge colder i mean there's still a lot of people ice fishing up north right, right. now i mean if if you know, it it looks like, uh, 75 on Monday, you know, right here in the tri-state area, uh, you know, some, some higher temperatures and then it's, you know, it's going to kind of dip down low again. You know, if all of a sudden we wouldn't be having seventies and we'd be having forties, I mean, Northern Minnesota could really keep their ice for a long time yet. Right. I mean, you know, it, it has taken a toll, whatever, but, uh, you know, you get a couple overnight freezing temperatures and, and things can change pretty fast, but yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, you know when when uh, it takes you seven hours to go from southern minnesota to northern minnesota that's a big you know yeah i mean a lot changes just between here and sioux city and that's yeah. only an hour so so i mean as
1: i mean like i said i guess i've just ever known the seasons and it would be nice i like the idea of the catch and release season on you know on the bass thing um yeah, there's a lot of guys that go out there after Northern Open up and they're, you know, they're throwing spinner baits, quote unquote for northerns and, you know, basically targeting bass more, but I think that a good I think that a catch and release season would be a good thing.
0: How many people that are targeting bass are actually keeping bass? Uh, not many. I mean, is it
1: 10%? Maybe.
0: Is anybody that's actually targeting bass? targeting usually, bass to keep bass
1: not usually, usually. i mean they usually they're out, usually they're out or pan, walleye or, or, pan or, pan fish. or walleye and that's they catch those so then that's what it, they're
0: planning on keeping fish right. and ah, piss on it throw a bass right. in throw there throw it
1: too. in there throw it in there so yep. I, I mean and like we've said before many times in here to each their own so
0: when it's not it's not terrible it's not i mean no it's actually to, not bad right. to, to we need
1: some need to take know. some of those smaller ones out so yeah yeah so it's always such a hot topic, and it always gets you know people get excited and you know yeah. mad about it. I don't know
0: six thousand two hundred and twenty five people have signed it for bass and to think that there's that many people in the state of Minnesota that signed it for bass is is really pretty incredible because I believe if it's a walleye issue, I mean you'd probably have fifty times more people right. signing it you know if it's if it's something that everyone's really getting behind so uh I don't know that that would quickly become a lot of people. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I I guess it. I don't really have a dog in this fight. I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to Minnesota to target bass, and uh, you know, well, I haven't. I, I'm. I'm not I think, going to.
1: I think. that it would be. It'd be interesting, like to see what their thoughts are about, like if they would move the opener up, like to like the first week in May, like it is here at the Iowa Great Lakes. And, yep. You know, because. You know, they always talk about doing it to protect them during the spawn, and walleyes don't, or walleyes spawn not too much after ice out. Right. So, like, I mean, they're going to be spawned out in no time, you know, so, yeah. I don't know. I'm not a biologist, so, and I'm not an expert on all that stuff, so I try not to... I feel what they do is the right things, and because they yep. know how it all affects it. So, yeah. Now,
0: I, I am a biologist, I am a biologist, but uh, um, through my training and and with my licenses, I, I I said that I wouldn't talk about it on this podcast. I, I can on other podcasts, but not this one. So,
1: just for you're just a, a biologist for Lyon County, Iowa.
0: Right, right. Yeah, I That's mean, your I'm expertise. an expert. Well, I'm an expert here. But I would say I got a pretty good handle on you basically all in, the upper Midwest, right? Yeah, that um, was
1: a lot of people don't realize that was going to be your original podcast was you know the Midwest biologist, the
0: backyard biologist, oh, the backyard biologist. Backyard biologist. <laughs> and I was going to talk about you know I got a couple five gallon pails on the back deck that uh, you know I keep some fish in and and uh, I've I've given them a good look over and I feel like they're healthy, so I feel like hey I uh, I mean i at one you need time to
1: start running a hose over to this retaining pit over here and fill that sucker up oh, and yeah. start stocking yeah, it now you're talking have your own pond right across the street
0: yeah well i, I should just see if i could even keep a goldfish tank running <laughs> before i go trying to do something like that but uh no matt here's an here's another one uh we got a buddy who is a guide and um Recently on a trip, we were kind of talking to him and he said he just could not believe that we wouldn't believe how many people that message him that say, you know, hey, where are you fishing? Hey, how fast are you going? Hey, what are you using for bait? Uh, you know, all, all those normal deals. And uh, do you think that the average person probably doesn't realize how many times a guy like that gets hit up? Nope, not the ones that are messaging them. If
1: they did, the people that realize it are like, well, I'm not going to message them because they probably get messaged a ton of times. Some people are just like, I think some people think, well, they're a guide. So like that's their business so that they, but it's like, you're not giving them business by asking them all these questions.
0: Yeah. I I don't know. It. I guess, I guess it, it doesn't surprise me that they get messages like that, but yet it I think Does the sheer
1: amount me- would surprise a person about, like the just the sheer amount of, like during the day, how many times their phone goes off, having like Facebook messages of what you talked about.
0: Do you think that it's people that do know what they're doing, but uh, you know, are just like piss on it? I'm going to shoot my shot and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Or do you think more of them are people that? Uh, do you think more of them are people that? Just truly don't know any better.
1: I think it's a because I mean there are there you know there
0: are those people that you know I mean you see it a lot of times on people's on people's Facebook posts you know that you know somebody you know somebody's got a picture of a nice bass and and you know somebody will say something about you know oh that thing's gonna taste good and it's like well no that's you know right that's that's not obviously why he caught that fish or or you know whatever so I mean I think people just you know every once in a while. Especially if somebody's out on, you know, Lake Ponset. Well, we've got a cabin on Lake Ponset. You know, let's let's ask so and so where yep. they were, you know, where they were going, or you know, whatever. They'll they'll tell us. And you know, it's kind of like, uh, no, actually, <laughs> not not so much. So I I don't know. I'd...
1: I, a little bit of the surprise too sometimes is like, I mean, to think that they're gonna like actually give up that info just like that, like willy nilly over the phone, you know. Most of them, I don't know, I guess if I was guiding, I'm not going to tell you. I mean, like, I I don't know why people are going to be like, oh, they'll tell me exactly what they're doing, exactly where they're doing it. It's just like,
0: "Mm, no. Will you tell them anything? I mean, would you tell them, yeah, we're getting them on slip bobbers and leeches? What What do you think is worse, the people that do that or the
1: people that just follow them around and fish near them?
0: Oh, I would say the people that follow them around and fish near them, right. I would say that, that is, uh, that's worse. I mean, at least if, if you're sending somebody a message, you're leaving it up to them, you know, you're yeah, throwing the ball yeah. into their court, you know, if they say, hey, I don't really want to tell you it, if they don't message you back at all, if they, you know, say, you know, if they give you a pretty vague answer, well, you know then that's between you and them. But, I mean, the, the people that just flat out follow people around, you know, w- what are you going to do about it? Right. You know, it, it's kind of one of those deals, you know, you're on public water, you know, literally they could put their boat exactly right up next to you, you yep. know, within three feet, and you ain't going to do nothing about it. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Have you ever, I don't know, have I ever... Have I ever asked you, have you ever actually gotten into a real confrontation on the water?
1: You and I have talked about this before. We I have believe. talked about it. I've never really got, either, and I'm not like a confrontational person. Have you I ever mean, seen a pissed.
0: confrontation go on well, on the yeah. water?
1: I've seen people arguing out there before, and like it's like to the point, it's like, okay, you guys both need to watch what you're saying. There's kids around. It's like you're both acting like morons right now.
0: Have, did you ever think about egging it on?
1: Well, sometimes he'd
0: you know, if I ever see it, a good old-fashioned confrontation you going on' full, throw a little fuel on the fire every once in a while so our buddy Dan who we talked about earlier he was at one time out on a boat and there was a guy that that was in the same campground at Dan, as Dan and they were kind of like yelling back and forth at each other so Dan stood up to stood up and yelled something at him this campground was called Oars campground yep. and he said something like we'll settle this at oars. That other dude didn't realize that that was was a joke. Oh, really? So, I mean, they were both, uh, you know, well, the one guy was hotter than a pistol, and he gets back to the dock, and he jumps out of his boat, and he's going to go, you know, he's going to go take care of Dan out on the dock. And Dan's like, whoa, easy, man. It's just a joke. Yeah. (laughs) Pipe down, man. I don't know. I've never, I've never, I don't know if I've ever seen a real confrontation, not that I can come up with, but. No,
1: I read something on one of the, it might've been the Fishing Minnesota group the other day about some guys said that they were out on, I think they might've been on the Mississippi River fishing. Pool four? Probably. And, uh, some guys were kind of making some, I think that they were kind of making some
0: Asian, Asian yeah, remarks yep. and I, you know racial,
1: racial remarks to him and stuff like that, which obviously is totally like no, don't you don't bullshit you do, yeah, is what you're you trying don't, to say. You don't do that stuff, and uh, but then eventually, I think that guy finally, you know, they were kind of mean mugging the guy, and then he finally had had enough and kind of like. I don't know add fuel to the fire and you know
0: I think he went to a different spot and then right. they turned around and told him that that's where they were going to go. I Do he had they, his I, kid along? I'm right. I don't
1: know if they told him that 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 they were going. I think they like went over there and they they just kind of like were mean mugging him a little bit and just kind of looking at him like like that's kind of like like but then he finally was like what the, you know you got an effing problem and stuff and I mean I I don't know like to be in his shoes I, I might have reacted the same way, you know, if somebody oh, for was, sure. uh, you know, if somebody was, you know, saying that type of stuff to me. And especially like you said, when your kid is along and stuff, I mean, there's no call for that anymore. I mean, it's, it's the year 2021. It's like, come on people. When I think so, we
0: all know once you've gotten to that point where you're pissed, right. I mean, I mean, there's like, I mean, unless somebody is going to come in and take you out of that situation, you know, like I'm personally not a guy like, once I've reached that point, I'm I'm not going to be like, okay, Scott, you know, just right. drive it's your like, boat right. away and take 10 deep breaths and, you know, um, imagine, you know, baby puppies. No, <laughs> that ain't going to work for me. I'm like, hey, you right. beep, 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 you know, whatever, and I'm probably going to tie on the biggest lead piece of... Or tackle that I've gotten I'm freaking chucking it at their boat or I'm going to tell them that hey let's go meet on the dock or I'm going to I don't know I'm going to
1: I guess in the back of my mind all the time is like if somebody's like willing to start it like that like they might have something a little bit screw loose somewhere and I don't want to end up getting gutted or something like that somewhere
0: I feel like there's times when I've got a couple screws loose <laughs> man <Matt>, so <laughs> let's see whose screws are more loose
1: <laughs> I, I used to you know I used to be, like, the hothead of it. You know, when my brother used to race, you know how the races go. Yep, yep. little dirt track, you know, rowdiness out there in the pits. And I, I would be one of the guys that would, you know, somebody would pipe off, and I would be right back there screaming at them and getting in their face and everything like that. But it's just like now it's just, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Probably not worth it. it. It,
1: it isn't in the long run, but then again, too, sometimes it gets to that point where – you just gotta. Well,
0: let them I mean, know. if the fishing's not good, you gotta <laughs> <laughs> resort to the next best thing, and sometimes you just gotta give a couple good chest pokes and set exactly the tone. Exactly right. Set the tone, like hey. Well,
1: yeah. if somebody keeps calling you something so many times, you can only take it so much before oh, yeah. you if, gotta. If before if you gonna, gotta let them know what's yep. up. Yep.
0: If 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 there's a racial crap well, involved, yeah. like, that's, that's like a whole stuff. different deal. A. B. Uh, you know, I guess I guess we do have to. You know, we're sitting here telling a story that we read on the internet, assuming that it's the truth. And, uh, I would like to believe that if the guy took the time to write it on the internet, that it is the truth. But, uh, you know, maybe the other guy's got a whole different story too. Exactly. You know, right. and he says, Oh, wait a minute. You know, the, yeah, I did say some stuff that I probably shouldn't have, but, uh, you know, this is what he said. And, you know, all of a sudden, oh, that story changes, but I don't know. I don't know i guess it ain't my deal
1: no it is not my deal but no back to what we were talking about as far as the guides go i'm sure they get flooded with stuff in their inbox especially if all of a sudden they post a picture of them having a successful day out there with clients and people you know like asking like what you said like oh how'd you catch them like what you know how fast were you going what was the water depth and
0: i think we should do a project like over the next like three weeks four weeks When we start seeing a guy do really good, we're gonna slide into his DMs. Slide in there. And we're gonna send him a message, you know, like, Hey, where'd you catch him? And we're gonna rank these guides by how (laughs) honest they are with us. I mean, you're gonna get the hey, piss off and and so we'll give that guy, you know what he got? He got a two. You know, he could have (laughs) been meaner, but he got a two. And then we could get the guy that says, Hey, I caught him at this GPS coordinates. I was using this, blah, 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 and we're going to give him a 10. We're not really going to do this, but... We
1: might get an FYSS. Oh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I think we're going to message that dude anyways, just, just for the hell of it.
1: Right. I think that we need to message him every time he posts a picture.
0: What do you think about doing a show strictly on just cold calling people? People up. Yep. And asking them,
1: hey, how's the, how's the fishing we're out gonna there? We're going to keep
0: your phone plugged in the whole entire time. And we're maybe just going to call bait shops and we're going to call guides and we're going to call, I mean, we're just going to totally
1: just... Kind of like a cranky Be anchors, idiots. Midwest angler style. Cranky Curtis? Cranky anchors. Cranky anchors? You've never heard of that before? No. On Comedy Central where they call up people and they act like, you know, they'll call up a pizza place and they'll just... Make a prank phone call to it,
0: cranky anchors. Huh? Yeah, ha. no, I have not heard of cranky anchors. There was oh, another. It's, 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 there they was got an- some pretty funny ones. There was another one that a bunch of guys used to listen to back in the day.
1: Yep, I that know what was, you're talking about. That was
0: prank phone call. I
1: remember listening to it, and I can't remember what it was called. Now
0: there were some dudes. I got to tell this story just because there were some guys from our from our town that was like two years younger than me. And they prank phone called a lady one time, and they actually told her that there that they were the police and that there was a mountain lion in her backyard, <laughs> and she's like, well, my husband's out there. <laughs> they they kind of, you know, let her, let her know that, well, you know, <laughs> you, you go down the basement and save yourself, but do not go out there, this, thing, this thing's mean. And I think they ended up getting into trouble, like real trouble, like
1: Are cops. You, you you always do. I mean, we uh, we used to. Yeah, I mean, I grew up in the era of no cell phones, so that's, right, right. That was that was our fun. Whose parents are gone this afternoon? Let's go over to their house and we're going to prank phone call people. And you prank phone call people, and you know every once in a while you'd accidentally prank the wrong house. Oh yeah. They know who it was, and then you get home, and your parents would be sitting there like, "So, what did you do today?" And it's just like, "Oh crap."
0: Did you ever hear like there used to be one that was like one eight hundred seven 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 seven, and it was like Chinese people uh-uh. and it was and and uh you know I mean we just thought it was absolutely hilarious you know it was somebody from I, I think it was actually like to China or, or something but we just thought that it was the best thing in the whole entire <laughs> right. world so we would just do it over and over and over and over and uh.
1: Was the was the one that you were thinking about the jerky boys? Jerky Boys. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. That's almost they're almost as good as de yoopers. Yeah. So no that I mean that used to be our that used to be our jam, man, after school. It's just like, well, ride our bikes over to somebody's house and do some prank phone calls. Maybe play a little Sims on their computer. Do
0: you have pegs on your bike? No, I never had pegs. You never had pegs? No. Did you have mag wheels?
1: Uh I had the hubcap cover once what oh yeah you ever rock those no oh man we used to have the hubcap covered ones did you
0: ever put uh baseball cards in your spokes to make it sound like a motor oh yeah Yeah. for
1: sure yeah and every time you saw a pop can on the road you're running that sucker over for so that for a while you (laughs) (laughs) until
0: it started smoking smelling like tire oh man back when times were simple yep golly those were better times was was everything just as screwed up back then except we were just too young to realize it or
1: no i don't think so just because there wasn't uh, social media dude that's where it all happens i mean
0: that's where things went south huh
1: yeah it is i I, it's a good thing and it's also a bad thing and i just think that but mostly
0: just a bad thing
1: right (laughs) all right well hey
0: last time uh we we were doing a t-shirt giveaway we got a bunch of people we have not drawn for it yet but uh i don't know sometime this week we'll post a video uh for that we got a bunch of people uh that entered we appreciate that um but i also said that if bill lowen won the um
1: bass elite series
0: bass master elite series that i would give away another shirt and, uh, well, my good news story of the week is the fact that Bill Lowen did go ahead. Dollar Bill Lowen. Turtle won it. Uh, that was he so awesome. Edged out, uh, who was it? Patrick Brock Wal- Mosley. Brock Mosley. Patrick Walters was in the mix. Corey Johnston was in the mix. Uh, yep. Um, yep. A bunch of good guys were, were all up there. And, uh, I don't know. It would have been cool to see Brock Mosley win also, but, um,
1: yeah. I mean, both of them had a, have had a lot of top 10 finishes and have been close in their careers, but Bill, it was just Bill's time. I mean, in the Elite Series since what, 2000, was it 2004, 2006?
0: 2006, I believe. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, Bill was actually one of a handful of guys that did not take that BPT invite. Right. Um, the other guys are Chris Aldane, Seth Fighter, Drew Benton, Stetson Blaylock, and Steve Kennedy. But um, so anyone who knows how I feel about that knows uh, that just extra cherry on top for me. And
1: oh well, yeah, I think what was cool about watching the weigh-in was just like all the other fishermen's excitement for right, it. Right, right. You know, like if it would have went to Brock Mosley, if it would have went to Bill Lowen. I mean to see Brock Mosley and Bo- Bill Lowen both get up there, both very emotional. I mean, yep. I mean at times could hardly talk because you know they were almost crying. Uh, it just proved how much it meant to them, and just to see the love from all the other anglers, I think is what what is so cool. I don't think there was one person that was disappointed that Bill Lowen won. No, I think that, no. That, I think that everybody was just gen- and it was genuinely like like he's such a good dude. It's right. like he such deserved to get this win.
0: Yep. No, and and you can always tell by after the uh after the conclusion of a tournament how many other guys start posting, yep. you know, posts, you know, congratulating him, you know, with their picture in him, you know, Even, saying, you know, this was a deserving one. Right. Even guys in
1: different leagues like, Oh,
0: Kevin Van Dam, right. ha- you know, B-B-T I mean, right?
1: Guys, they were all sharing a bunch of stuff talking about how great of a you know how great it was
0: yep no that's uh that's that matt you got a good news story
1: uh mine is gonna be you know some of the local coaches here in town started up a podcast just like this one uh the central line george little rock football podcast and they're talking about some of the history of central line george little rock and you know good i listened to it the other night it was quite fun i've i've it was a lot of it was pretty cool because they're interviewing some of the past players and i've heard a lot of the stories from like coach Postma and coach lorenzen and those guys and just to hear like the players version of it it it's pretty cool so i mean you know hats off to those guys and looking forward to more episodes of theirs
0: no yeah i actually listened to it also i texted curtis and said hey I, i really enjoyed that because um i don't know you know i i actually remember that season they uh central Iron played harlan uh to go to the dome and i could actually take you right to where me and my parents sat in a vehicle um and and watched that thing you know during the ice bowl or whatever and so well even
1: even me not being from town here but growing up close to here i can remember what i was doing we were out deer hunting that weekend really and i can remember like like listening to the final like listening to it in my grandpa's basement that night uh, the week before, when they played Webster City, or like a couple weeks before, or whatever it was, and RJ had like 300 and some yards rushing, I, I I can remember all of it, and I wasn't even like part of it, but I just knew like that was like a special dude. Yeah, that was special. They were special team. So, so, no, that would be mine.
0: Yeah. Well, uh,
1: I suppose we got lake
0: names. Lake names, son of a gun! we have got lake names. Lake
1: names. I all got, right, there's four of them this week there's five but they're both one's a like a first and second it's called dry it's like that. Oh. there you go you got them all yep. okay we don't have dry. to do it
0: dry do three three
1: these are actually coming from Dan Philbrick from out in Wisconsin he messaged me oh God I'm he, screwed he well actually, a real local he well he originally is from Maine. So, these are some lake names from Maine. Oh, Because I've i spent some time out in Maine before, and they got some crazy names out there. So, I think you're going to be able to get these once you sound them off and everything. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. It's just crazy to think of some of them that they have. A lot of theirs, they don't call them lakes out there. They call them ponds. Did you know that? Really? Yeah. But all these right. are all lakes. So, first one. First one. D- and
0: fill brick <laughs> from what's... oh never mind never mind okay all right first and second uh we got m u s q u a c o o k
1: that is correct
0: musquacook
1: uh it's Musquakuk. cook cook yeah dang it I think they, the okay. native native names and stuff like that so I don't know if they're angry oh, when they boy. if they name that when they name that one if it was uh, if it's like saying something negative about a lady or something like that with a squawk cook so <laughs> I'm a squawk cook that's what, <laughs> I I don't know it's like that's what they do in the kitchen
0: Uh, I don't know that's so a, that's a name like <laughs> squawk clean squawk cook okay. <laughs>
1: Going to Lake yep, laundry, we're, we're
0: getting in trouble. We are, we really yep. are. Okay. okay, we're gonna bleep that one. I'm sorry <laughs> about that. Uh, number two,
1: C A U C O M G O M O C,
0: Kawkum Gomak,
1: it's Kwakum Gumak. I was close, you were. I was actually pretty impressive that you got pretty close on that one.
0: All right. Second one, U-M-B-A-Z-O-O-K-S-U-S. Umbazooksus. (laughs) Umbazooksus. Yeah,
1: Umbazooksus.
0: (laughs) I want to go and fish at Umbazooksus. (laughs) Could you imagine having
1: to type this stuff into the GPS? (laughs) It's like... (laughs) Or you're talking to somebody. I mean, we complain this like dry lake, round lake, you know, clear lake. I'm trying to explain that. But if you're always out here, no wonder they give them nicknames all the time. Last one.
0: Number four. C-H-E-M-Q-U-A-S-A-B-A-M-T-I-C-O-O-K. Chimquasa bam to cook. Yep. Chimquasa bam to cook. That is a good one. That is. 1 two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10 11 12 13 14 15 16 17 18 letters. <laughs> Chimquasa bam to cook. Where is Chimquasa bam to cook?
1: Imagine being a guide on that lake. It's in the North Main Woods.
0: Well, I can tell you this much. You can't write Chimquasa cook down the side of your boat. Oh, here it is.
1: Lake in Maine. Imagine imagine you uh, having your uh, T-shirts, your sweatshirts made up for that.
0: I mean, you, it goes all the way around the side of your body. <laughs> you wear it on your belt. And for me, it'll just barely fit. For anyone smaller than me, it doesn't. All righty. Well i don't know that's all i got that's all i got today too we're still in that we're still in that really ice crappy just, uh you ice, know spot
1: ice just kind of officially came off the lakes the other day yep so, so uh hopefully
0: hopefully uh we will get a couple more uh a couple more guests lined up here um just kind of been one of those times where you know you kind of go all week you know waiting for something big to kind of happen and it just never does and uh um Yeah, hopefully things start kicking off a little bit. Uh, You know, going to be some more local tournaments uh, starting in the area, and hopefully we'll be able to uh, talk to not only some tournament anglers but some guides and, uh, yeah. Yep. I don't know. With that, we will conclude 117. We'll see you next week on 118. Later.